everything got moved. All the knobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're mature. Moved to knobs. All the knobs got moved because I had to move everything from the Level 30 studio, a.k.a. my kitchen, yep. downstairs. Because I had my floors sanded. Hashtag behind the scenes. Hashtag sanded floors. Look like they're going to be splintery. Hashtag they're not. Oh, really? Yeah, because they didn't re-gloss them. They just put a satin finish on. Fancy. Not satin like the planet. No. <laughs> like the material. They didn't make it look like a gassy atmosphere. That would be cool. You'll be doing that enough on your own. <laughs> Come to my house and it's just got rings around it. Oh, Boom. snap. Straight into space. Hashtag Uranus. Now, before. <laughs> <laughs> Strong start. Strong start. That was definitely related to what we were talking about, kind of. Before we get into the main, the, the meat and potatoes. Which is, why isn't Pluto a planet? Oh, I've had this argument already today. <laughs> that is unlikely. True story. Really? I had this argument at work. With just a, a hobo? Would you like a big issue? <laughs> well, our chief no. financial officer, so close enough. Oh, snap. Hope you're listening to this phrase. Finance burn. If he's not, I know that a bunch of other people will probably dob me in. So go, yeah. go your hardest, guys. I don't care. Is it a, it's not a planet, it's though, not. is it? It's a, it's a mini planet. Oh, poor Pluto. We were talking about what the definition of it was, and someone goes, so what does that actually mean? And Dave, who I work with, goes, it means it's a rock. <laughs> Just a really big rock. Yeah. Uh, and that's more or less what Pluto is. Poor Pluto. Yeah. Mickey Mouse's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I knew you, you were going to do that. Could you tell that I was, I was like, Pluto's the names of Mickey Mouse's dog. What's a joke I can make about that? <laughs> just and then say it. failing to come up with one. So just saying what I was thinking and still treating it like it was a joke. But it's not. <laughs> it's like if I, you just said things and I was like, punchline. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm going to hang on to that. I'm going to use that later tonight. Is you your really chair should. sinking? Uh, yeah, it is. But I think awesome. it's all the way at the bottom now, as the bishop said to the netball team. Boom. Now, as I was saying before yes. I was so rudely interrupted. Indeed. By you, because everybody knows this is all my show. Yep. Two things I want to cover off very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've actually, you've interrupted me to the point where I've forgotten what the second one is. Yep. So I'll say the first. No, I've remembered. I've remembered both of them. Hashtag behind the scenes. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is that uh, a little bit of level thirty IRL happened, and yep. you know how we spoke about the level thirty cocktail, which was vodka and tang. Yes. Yes. So my friend Juliana, who I've mentioned on the show before, sent mm-hmm. me a message <laughs> saying that. When she was in uni, um, they used to drink vodka and tang. It's an actual thing. Oh, really? People drink. Um, and she's from Colombia. And when they didn't have vodka, they would... I can't remember the name of the other spirit, but there's this Colombian spirit that's quite uh, pungent. They'll yeah. just pour that into a bit of tang and just... Delicious. Have some vitamin C alcohol. What'd they call it? Well, they didn't call it a level 30. They just oh. called it vodka and tang, I think. <laughs> Yeah, there's a branding strategy not, begging. Not quite as creative, but still. I think that's better, though. If people are drinking it, we've just got to convince them that they've always been drinking a level 30. I agree. Exactly. It's marketing genius. You might get a bit hangover. You might wake up feeling a bit level hurdy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's such a zingy name. Unless you, uh, you know, have a bit of a tactical chunder before you go to bed and do a level squirty. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
You'll be all good. <laughs> oh, man. The other thing that I wanted to raise, and I've kept this till second, A, because I like a bit of a build-up before I criticise you. Yeah. <laughs> and B, because I know there's going to be a sweet-ass segue in it for me. By criticise you, do you mean me or the listeners? I mean you, oh, Stefan Delatovic. That's a shame. What about that thing the listeners did? <laughs> yeah, what hate a bunch those guys. Dickheads. <laughs> deflect, hashtag deflect. Hashtag I'm back on task. Oh, now you have been quite active on the social media, the level thirty social media. I over sure the last have. Two days you've been posting and commenting. I've and posted stuff like that. Wait for it. Two things. Two things. <laughs> but you've also interacted with the fans. I have the level thirtyites or whatever we decided to call them. The level fanties. That's them. Nope. What? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> let's, let's back out of that. Back out. Abort. Abort. Yep. yep. Uh, and look, I, uh, I saw the Facebook page stats today, just as I was, you know, milling about pretending to do work in the office. Exactly. And, uh, reach and, and engagement and everything absolutely through the roof. So my question to you, <laughs> sir, is why has it taken 59 episodes <laughs> for you to actually do something useful in a marketing respect? Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> If every day said that Sherlock was going to cast a spell at the Dread Dormanu, every <laughs> <laughs> I know all of those words, but I'm not. Was that a sentence? <laughs> then the Facebooks would write themselves. Facebook.com forward slash level 30 for all you. Do you even know if it's level 330 or level 30 T H I R T? Why you don't, do you? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually level 30 podcast. I just pressed the Because level 30 was taken. Really? Yep. I just clicked the thing that said, JT's made you an admin. <laughs> <laughs> I never had to do anything. <laughs> I was telling the people I worked with today the depths of my being a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the subject. I'm surprised it needs to be explained. Of me being a terrible person <laughs> slash podcast partner. <laughs> I'm a real <laughs> level hurty. Uh, <laughs> because I have come into friend of the show. Uh, Darth Teeks, mm. our friend, mm. who we have, I think once we both got drunk and he came late and so we were already halfway through a spirited conversation about Iron Man 3 or something and he politely didn't leave. That was the night I ate four burgers. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. A day that lives in infamy. Uh, he unexpectedly gave me a PC computer yes. last night that he mm. had lying around, fell off the back of a truck. He's a wonderful person. Didn't literally fall off the back of a truck, did it? Uh, well, I, I have no idea. Probably pretty pretty damaged if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. I think yeah. we're going to be able to fix it. He gave it to me. I plugged it in and it came up with like, nah, I opt out of working for you. System disk not found for the technical listeners amongst you. Indeed. I contacted you <laughs> and said, can you fix this thing with a thing that you have? And you said yes. And... This is the bit of the story which implies, like, how good, <laughs> like, what a cool person I am. Mm. I, I contacted you out of the blue yes. for, for tech support to help with a computer that, let's reiterate, I did not pay for in any way. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked you to fix it for me. And the only payment you asked for <laughs> was that I return the shit of yours <laughs> that I've had for months. <laughs> Like all I had to give you back was a, and one of, like one of them is Transformers DVDs, which I've actually publicly called you out on the podcast for yes. before to and give I, back to me. Like I failed on many occasions <laughs> to return them. Which you know, if I didn't see you for a while, would be okay. But the yeah. fact that you come here every single week, it's it's pushing it. It's not great. <laughs> 
Uh, and the other thing was to return the receptacle in which you gave me fucking free cheesecake, <laughs> <laughs> which I ate within seconds of crossing the threshold of my home, uh, like smashed it. And then I did wash the thing, but then immediately just put it in the same drawer as all of my other <laughs> container things. Like I'm not... I mean, if you, if, you, if, you saw, if you heard of this <laughs> portrait of a person, if you're reading a book and they were like, there's three things we know about this person. He doesn't pay for his own computers. He doesn't give back the thing that he gets his free cheesecake in. <laughs> uh, and he'll never give you back your DVDs. You would go, I've taken the measure of this man and he's been found wanting. At least I assume he's an equal partner in his own podcast, especially in a social media thing, because let's face it, that's his profession. <laughs> and the author would say, well, I've got news for you. He's a four-eyed piece of shit. <laughs> you've, just, uh, you've just torn yourself apart way more aggressively than I was going to. I was just going to have a little bit of a chuckle. I, actually. Just, I feel a I bit feel, bad about it. I feel it. kind of bad for you now. You are shit. I know. I really am. This chair's been weighed down by the weight of my own incompetence. Um, actually, speaking of weight... Did you, I don't know if I got <laughs> scrambled with another phone call coming in over the top of my phone call to you. Did you say you went to the gym the other day? I did. So I know. Is there a, sto- <laughs> is there a story? So uh, I've, I've mentioned Twin Nick yes. on the podcast before. He's a bit of a fitness fiend. He of many, uh, many nerddoms. He and I are, as twins, you would expect that we are identical. Mm. And this is true in the fact that you both like have me. the same last name. Yeah. He is also a musician slash playwright slash personal trainer slash wrestler. <laughs> and that's when you say that, you would think, oh, that's Stefan. <laughs> but no, no, that's Nick. You're just a DVD watching cheesecake eating, non-social media p- participating bum. Exactly. It's like looking in a fucking mirror. You know? <laughs> but he came to town recently to play a gig with his band, mm. Cracked Actor. They were really good. They are. It was I've like seen them before. Staring into the heart of your own dreamscape. I'm a better twin brother than you because I saw him first. <laughs> well, I was out of town well, on some kind of wrestling comp. No, it's his life. <laughs> <laughs> but he came to town and he graciously offered to personal train Eileen and myself. Mm. And I was like, because as we've established, if there's one thing Stefan likes, it's exploiting his friend's <laughs> skills for free. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, but he was like, yeah, I will... Because he came down and we hung out and it was really cool. We went into the movies and saw uh, Predestination, which Ooh. was shit house. Uh, movie review over. But I... <laughs> don't see it. Like, stars. E- everything about the movie is good except that it's based on a predestination paradox and they confuse that for a story. When it's not a story, it's a mechanism. And you get to the end of the paradox and then you're like, oh, the movie's over. Balls. <laughs> All the acting is amazing. It's shot really well. It's one of the, it's like Underbelly where I'm like, it's Australian. And you'll be like, oh, it must be shit. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, no, it's actually great. Very surprising. Mm. It was cool. Uh, but he came down and I was enunciating that I needed to just get my shit together in a physical sense because yep. my body is a temple. Uh, <laughs> but by like temple, it's Mayan got some ruins. Sort of golden arches, <laughs> yeah, over a bomb site. Uh, and so he offered to personal train me. I don't know if he tailored it for me personally or if this is just the way he works, mm. but he made it into like a sweet like D&D levelling up exercise where he gave me a suite of abilities and was like, which of these do you want to level up? Mm. And I was like, those two, those two are awesome. Uh, Are you now able to leap tall buildings in a single bound? Not yet, but I've only been three times. (laughs) (laughs) 
But he came down. He came down the next month with a plan, and it was it was an odd experience. I thought it would be weirder to have like because you you never think that you're going to be in a position where you're in like a mirrored room where your twin brother is going to be critiquing like your hip placement and stuff. Yep. Like, you don't think this stuff through. I certainly don't. No, no. Mostly on account of not having a twin brother. That's the only thing separates you and I. But uh, that was all legit. The weird thing was, so he came down, because obviously he lives in Canberra. Obviously. Which is somewhat of a barrier to the sort of regular personal training regime. Yep. So he taught, taught us like a suite of exercises. And mm. the idea is that now we're sort of doing them. And then reporting our results and then he sends us like a program every session and this mm. will take us for long enough that he will return. Sort of the crux of the thing was he taught us these exercises for a couple of hours at the local gym, the Brunswick Baths. It's a wonderful facility. Yes. I know many a people who frequent that with their patronage. <laughs> Indeed. That was a very hard <laughs> sentence to get out. I'm sorry. To what through yonder window, Jim? Mm. Uh, but then afterwards, we got him to do all the exercises really quickly while we filmed him on our phones. Yep. While he like spoke into it going like, now I'm doing this exercise and it works like this. And it's a wonderful thing. Good idea. Because yep. now we have this little library and I can go, oh, I need to do a thing. How do mm. I do that again? And it's him saying, blah, blah, blah. It's really great. It's yep. a wonderful service. He's a good guy and it's very helpful. But... You could tell that all the people that work at the gym just thought this was fucked. And they were <laughs> like, in that really vague way where it doesn't break any rules, but it feels weird. Yeah. Because there's all these staff around who I presume are paid to be personal trainers yep. of the gym. Mm. And we're there with your own. Loudly filming our personal trainer in the middle who's look an iPhone and he's yelling to be like, so now I'm just making sure that my shoulders are straight and I'm doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, cool, 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 stop, all right, action, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and most of the videos, there's like a, a Brunswick personal trainer in the background just glowering. And you can tell they're like, they kept going off and whispering to be like, is this, is this allowed? And These it was guys like, are circumventing the need to pay us for our services. Exactly. So I felt bad about that, but not bad enough to change my behaviour. No. Well, who would? So I presume within three months, I will be some kind of Luke Cageian diamond man. No doubt. Yeah pretty excited to see that indeed it's gonna be tops <laughs> uh yeah tops. tops 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 why do i keep saying tops do you have an answer because of some other things that are tops have been announced way announcing it's a good day to be a fucking marvel zombie mega nerd it is that's right i would know because i'm also one Da, 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 da. So many movies, all the movies, movies. Such film, many, uh, Marvel, wow. So Marvel announced their third wave slate of films. Hang on, I made a list so I can read them all out. All right, let do me, you want do me to just a, read let me, them all. Let me do a drum roll. Thor Ragnarok, Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, two parts for Avengers 3, which will cover the Infinity War stories, Inhumans, and Doctor Strange with Benedict Cucumber Snatch. Shazam. I cannot no, wait. No, that's DC. And that has actually been announced. What's DC announced? Shazam. <laughs> that's a good point. I Seri agree. No, I'm actually deadly serious. No, I read a thing I... the other day. Wow. And the, yeah, I think The Rock's <laughs> in there as Black Adam. Really? Which will be nice. Dig the rock. I He's like, a good guy. I like Dwayne. And I, I like the rock. Man. He just seems to keep being in shite films. He so does. Hopefully Shazam will be good. But maybe not because DC's punk. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Marvel films. 
What do you want to talk about first? Oh, I think we should talk about all the, uh, like, I hope as part of this, they have a deal where every time I buy a ticket, I can put it, pay an extra $10, which all goes towards, like, the hospital room that I'll need at the end of it because of my, like, chronically painful <laughs> erection. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Too far. As so I was saying far. that, I'm like, they must they bail out, bail out. There must be a funner way to say this. You couldn't reach the ejection stick for the seat because <laughs> you had a big boner. Oh, uh, I do declare. Uh, yeah, look, I sat down and, and looked at the schedule the other day for all of this. Yep. Uh, and it's good to see that Marvel also has some sort of roster exactly. for movies. <laughs> so I'm not alone. As we've learned on hashtag level 30, rosters are the only way to consume entertainment. We're not wildebeest fuckwit men. No. Um... <laughs> Sorry, the wildebeest thing threw me a little bit. Yeah, they throw I, everything. It's like when they're eating cereal. The fucking box is everywhere. They just want to get to the toy, though. Exactly. That's all they want. I know. How come they don't put toys in cereal anymore? Is it because it's a choking hazard? Yeah, wildebeest had fucked that up. Must. And they do it at dinner time. You know why? No meal roster. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, so I looked at the Marvel roster. Yeah. And my initial thought, and I, I'm not even sure I want to admit that this went through my head, is... Oh, but what am I going to do after 2020? (laughs) (laughs) Life is mapped out for the next six years. Everybody else is like, well, you know, I think I'd like to get married and settle down and buy a house and raise a family. And I'm going, but after Infinity Wars, (laughs) it's all over. Yeah. You're like, no time. No time at all. I'll start saving for a house in 2020 because before then I am chocked full of Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) Chocked full of Thanos. Yeah, indeed. That's one for the ages. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your most excite? My most excite. Uh, oh, God, that's a hard question. Ooh, because as you know, anything we say on this podcast needs to be backed up, <laughs> and we need to defend it. We never shoot from the hip. I think Infinity Wars. Yeah, probably. It's uh, hard to beat, like, a double Avengers. It is, and you'd have to think, and I, don't, I, I haven't had a chance to digest the full announcement yet. Yeah. I would have to think that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is going to be somehow involved with setting that up because there's the whole Thanos thing in there and, and this nice little mishmash of stuff. Indeed. Marvel, Marvelness. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Electric Boogaloo, introduces Thanos and gives him the last of the Jemmy Wems. The Jemmy Wems. I feel like Infinity War 1 can be like a nice Empire Strikes Back thing where they all get, like, Thanos just comes down and is like, time, Jem, you're all frozen, and he pulls all their pants down. And then, like, (laughs) the next one they have to become, I don't know, win. Have to win. Yeah. I like it. So I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that. Black Panther is going to be really interesting. Uh, Just because it's, he's not a, I don't know, he's not really a stereotypical kind of. Marvel superhero, oh, yeah. is he? He's not... He's not white. Well, he's not white. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bit weird. That's not what I was actually getting at. Yeah. Because uh, don't forget that War Machine is also not white. Well, that's true. So Except that's for his white faceplate. That's white as the driven snow. <laughs> that's two, <laughs> two non-whites in, yeah. uh, in Marvel. <laughs> Are you allowed to call people non-whites? <laughs> I mean, not at all <laughs> is the thing. Mm. Yeah, but he's not... He, he sort of doesn't fit with the, the current... Uh, flock was the word I was going to use of Avengers. What yeah, do you yeah. call a collective group of Avengers? Do you just call them the Avengers? Uh, yeah, I think so. All I right. think the na- that's the name they I'm chose for when they get together. <laughs> I'm calling them a flock of <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, he's a bit different yeah. to the current flock. A bit left of centre, if you will. 
That's right. Well, I like it because you can see it from sort of a business perspective. Like, there's all this angst about what happens when Robert Downey Jr. eventually says, no, seriously, I'm not doing any more of these for under a billion dollars. And they have to, like, (laughs) kick his ass out of the franchise. Uh, I think I read something the other day where his wife had actually beaten him into doing uh, Iron Man 4 at some point. Well, I wish someone would. Like, you just sort of want to look at him and go, how much money do you need? It's It's fun. Just be fun. Why can't you just be fun? No one else is going to give a shit about you, but the comic book fans will love you for all time because that's that's what we do. Uh, Bro. But like Brony Jr. I don't know. (laughs) Brony Jr. I'm having a hard time tonight. Avengers 3, Brony Jr. This current crop of Avengers are not... Oh, so you call them a crop. Yeah, But I get shit for calling them a flock. Yeah, because that's fucking idiotic. Okay. (laughs) Um, The crop... Yes. Because they're like an ear of corn. You've been smoking a bit too much crop. <laughs> Who hasn't? A sky tax. <laughs> uh, but the, like they will eventually leave is yeah. the thing. Like the person that well, plays. Well, to. Yeah. Because they'll all get old and die. So will they Scarlett Johansson can't be pert forever. <laughs> Neither can uh, Hemsworth. No, no. At some point, yeah. all of that oil he's had pumped into his muscles is going to give way. <laughs> his pecs are going to drop and he's hard. actually going to look more like Senator Kelly did in the first X-Men movie before he <laughs> turned into water, where he just sort That's of went right. into an amorphous blob. Is that Professor Xavier? <laughs> no, it's the Odin son. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Loki's been up to his mischiefs. Uh, yes, of course. Mm. So, like, they're going to go sometime... And the complexity of having, like, having built this awesome, like, Nerdvana bloody shared universe thing. Nerdvana, I like it. Is that it becomes a bit more awkward to just swap actors. Yeah. Like, it's not like Batman where you can just go, like, oh, well, we're just starting again from scratch every time. You probably could, though. I feel like they will. Like, if Robert Downey Jr. ever pulls the thing, then they'll just be like, and now as Iron Man, the... Whoever the fuck it is. We've talked about this in the past. One of the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Nick Jonas as Iron Man. Yeah. Is one of them called Nick? I feel like it is. Yeah, I know a lot about yeah. the Jonas Brothers. Of course you do. Exactly. Don't pretend that you don't. Just he's the, he's the so one the fans will think you're the cool one. <laughs> he's the one pasted with my saliva to the inside of my compact. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about other people's lives. But yeah, so... <laughs> So, from a business perspective, you can see them starting to create a, ros- a deeper roster of characters. A roster. That sounds like a great idea. That's right. A roster crop, as mm. it were. Yes. So that you could, by the end of Avengers Infinity or something, have the Avengers, which is, you know, a few members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, well, they've been Daredevil, in, whatever the hell it is. article a while back that they've been in talks with Sony to work out how they can pull Spider-Man back into the fray as well. Yeah. Exactly. So, so Spider-Man you, is an Avenger. And the, then you can, you, because you're swapping studios and everything, theoretically swapping timelines, you've got the perfect out to put someone else in the spider suit too. Yeah. Boom. And it is, I've it's, thought of it all. It's because I'm a Rostafarian. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Like, it'll be interesting to see if they do legacy characters, like if we have Bucky become Cap or we have mm. uh, someone take over as Iron Man or that sort of thing, or if they will just recast the roles. But I like all that stuff aside, the excitement that I had when the Avengers existed. Which was a lot. Which was a lot. And being able to you go like... stop shaking for three months. I know, right? So many tears, so many IVs. The idea that I was living in a world where the Avengers is a film and the biggest ever film was super exciting. And that's kind of equaled by the idea that like a character that in my mind is sort of the sort of more obscure, like Black Panther... Mm. Even, even as the Avengers was coming out, the idea that Black Panther would headline a film 
for various it's a bit reasons. Far-fetched. It's super far fetched. Yeah. And Doctor Strange as well. It'll be interesting to see what they do there because they've managed to sort of bring Thor in and not. You know, they're gods and mythology and stuff, but they've managed to sort of say, well, that's just a way of explaining that they're aliens, really, and it's all tech and they're just a different race. It'll be interesting to see how they handle the Doctor Strange thing where he's just straight-up magic man. I think to that point, we've seen the way that they've sort of started to approach Scarlet Witch with the whole Tesseract Hydra power. Mm. Not to be confused with hydropower. No, exactly. Uh, A tiny turbine. That's powered by the tears of joy of all the fanboys. Um, Exactly. Well, Quicksilver powers it because he can cry super speed, spinning it enormously fast. You've put a lot of thought into this. (laughs) I have. It's been a busy three seconds. So, yeah, I think that uh, the Doctor Strange thing presents uh, some interesting challenges as well. Um, Yeah. But we're also getting Inhumans. Indeed is, again, another sort of shift. It, it's that extra subset of people. You sort of started off and you had the traditional superhero types mm. and then you and, – and sort of the top end of that was Thor and, and maybe Hulk. And then you sort of went another league of weird with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing and now we're going to bring in humans into that as well. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting to There's be – There's some diversity there. Yeah, it's getting to comic book levels of like how the fuck are people going to keep track of all this stuff, which for proper comic book nerds is the fun. Like the fun is having like a weird – trying to maintain a flow chart in your head uh, of all the different bits and bobs and stuff. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's getting fiendishly complicated. It is. Which Do you think they're going to pull it off? It's hard. Like I still have all the bits in my brain which is like, well, that looks hard mm. or that looks difficult or that looks like prone to failure. But then you also have the back catalogue of every success that they've had up until now. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, how can they possibly fail? Like, I can't honestly not give them the benefit of the doubt because they, they created a movie full of characters no one ever heard before. One of them's a fucking tree. That and says, everyone, I am tree. <laughs> yeah, I am I mean, tree. I am Groot, sorry, yeah, my yeah. bad. Look, it's a natural error. <laughs> uh, and one of them's a raccoon who likes shooting things, who's got the fucking hangover voice. And, like, that becomes an enormous success. So yeah. I can't... I just can't in good faith go like, oh, that's uh, – I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bloody uh, sci-fi blog think pieces about is Marvel about to go too far? And look, the reality is eventually, even if they don't do anything wrong, people are just going to go, we're, we're ready for another thing. You know, we're ready for uh, spy thrillers or something and the sheen's going to go off it. Yeah. So I think – just fucking make hay while the sun shines, nerds. Just give me as many superhero films as you can while there's an appetite for it. Nerd hay. In my eye holes. Exactly. I like, I like it. You know how nerd hay I am? Yes. Do you know what I'm doing on Saturday? Uh, eating hay like a horse, dressed no. as a horse. Or no. are you the back of the horse costume? Um, <laughs> you would definitely be. If we went for Halloween as a horse, yeah, I you would be the horse's ass. <laughs> That is upsetting. And that's not even a costume. No. <laughs> it's just me sitting next to you and you being like, fuck off, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> this is how cool I am, right? Yep. Now, get ready. Just brace because I can tell there's, that we're from <laughs> <laughs> there's probably going to be a stampede of women when this, this episode comes out, when I talk about what I'm doing on Saturday. Yeah. I have never in my entire life mm-hmm. been to IMAX. Ever. Yep. Never, never seen a documentary there, never seen a movie there. Everyone's really? all over the IMAX and the gigantic screen. Poor old country hick boy here has never been, even though I've lived in four towns that have had IMAXs yeah. and visited numerous. You've been in the proximity, 
proximity, that's yes, a word, that one. of an IMAX. I have. Multiple times. Much longer than I have. I live, in fact, what do you reckon it is from here to there? About five kilometres from an IMAX? Not far. Never been. About You live as far away as the screen is big. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday, I thought I might pop my IMAX cherry. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because IMAX, in the lead up to Interstellar, yeah. which I'm going to see at IMAX next Thursday. Oh, can I come? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can, but yeah. I've already got tickets. Oh. So you won't be able to sit next to me. Well, that's even better. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Sorry. In the lead up to Interstellar, yeah. IMAX in Melbourne are doing a Christopher Nolan fest. Bam. Started with Inception, which I think opens tonight. Whoa. I like talking about Inception just because I like <laughs> you doing the noise. Yep. But on Saturday, I am going Inception. to watch the entire Dark Knight trilogy back to back at IMAX. You are going? Nine hours of Batman <laughs> and just me sitting there by myself because no one wanted to come with me. Oh, man. Boom. I can't wait. I can't wait to that point at the end where I won't even be able to feel my legs. Yeah. Because I will have been sitting on my ass for so long, just soaking in all the Batman, soaking in all the Joker, soaking up the Bane. Being fairly indifferent to the Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You'll need to get one of those weird sci-fi leg braces that he gets in the third one. Probably. I want to. I really want to go and see one of them. I just like, it's the nine hour thing in my brain. I'm like, I don't think I can do nine hours of movie. And you call yourself a comic book fan. <laughs> <laughs> comic book fans joke. are like 32 pages. You're in, you're out. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I read so many that I'm on the couch for nine hours. <laughs> Uh, that does sound good, man. Because mm, aren't those like... Because Nolan's like IMAX shot a bunch, horrific, isn't he? shot it? a bunch of scenes with an IMAX camera, so they're supposed to be better. But see, I don't know, because I've never seen anything at IMAX before, so I don't know what the difference between something shot with an IMAX camera and something that's just stretched. I assume that... <laughs> I assume that Bell. it's... Uh, you know, like when you see the TV demonstration in the shop yeah, and they go, this is a 70-inch TV, but we've applied Samsung's patented super sampling technology. Da, 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 da. Here's the normal picture on the left and here's the upsampled one. It's always a game of soccer and on the left it's just these blurry blotches running around and yeah. then you can see right into the what the whites of the guy's <laughs> eyes on the other one. I assume that it's not going to be super poor quality and it's not just going to be some blurry botch of colour on the screen and then for one scene I can tell what everything is. And yep. Where but is he? I don't know, Batman. <laughs> Everything's just grey shapes. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it though. I'm I feel like it's it. going to be boss. I feel like it is. How are you going to eat? Well, you get a 15-minute break in between each film. Yeah. So I'm going to live on a diet <laughs> purely the, of popcorn. To do the bolt. But I was thinking, like, what sort of food could you take to the cinema for sort of that you could keep, like it has to be able to keep over nine hours. Yeah. They're not going to let me in with an esky, I don't think. That's a shame. But I could, I could probably take a backpack in. So I'm thinking, what food can I take in a backpack? A backpack, bat yeah. Pack. And then I thought, what if I just made, what if I got a loaf of bread yeah. and a jar of peanut butter and a jar of jam yeah. and just made 15 peanut butter <laughs> and jam sandwiches <laughs> and then I took a giant thermos yeah. full of tang. That does sound that pretty good. That would tide good. me over for nine hours, I yeah, reckon. Yeah, ma'am. And, it, and it, every third sandwich, add a bit of fluff. Oh, I forgot about the fluff. Just dress it up a bit. The fluff's been pushed to the back of the cupboard. Ooh. I've forgotten about it. So I had a can of condensed milk earlier. Don't you give a fluff. 
No. That sounds boss. It does. It does sound really good. I think it'll be rad. I do really want to see Interstellar, even though I don't know anything about it except McConaughey looking at the sky. Nolan film. Automatically awesome. Well, it's the thing. It's like the Marvel thing. Like, I have an enormous... Like, he's done me... He's done me no harm. And so Quite I want to watch fact. his films. I went to IMAX on like a holiday to Sydney when they were sort of a new thing. And back then, before you could actually watch a movie there, it was you like... You could only watch a documentary about dolphins. Yeah. Here's yeah. a highlight reel made for it. It's pictures of planets that we drew on a Commodore or something. Like a sea captain? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it looked bad. You could see all these fucking paws. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. Back then, I'm like, look, the idea is sound. It's a very big screen. But when all that's on it is like some rendered planets and stuff and maybe some dolphins, like I wasn't into it because I was like, oh, I wish it was Batman. Rendered planets and dolphins has actually reminded me of the prequel Star Wars movies. <laughs> and I was going to say we should see Star Wars 7 at IMAX when that we comes We really out. should. See, this is how big the Marvel announcement is, just to loop back and close off with some sort of nightcap of podcasting. Yeah. The Marvel stuff is so big that there's not even room in my brain for the new Star Wars movie at the no. moment. This is, and which is, I can't even have words for this. I know. For how massive that is because I am all about the Star Wars. It's very surprising. I mean, I am dressing up as a lightsaber for <laughs> Halloween. Is that a thing? <laughs> what I'm going to do is so I'm just going to put... I'm just going to put toilet rolls all over myself yeah. so that I'm really thin. Yeah. Like the handle. And then I'm just going to get a big blue hat, which is the blade of the lightsaber. And then I'm going to put a torch under the hat I thought you were so that it lights up. And everyone goes, oh, wow, he's a lightsaber. And I'm just going to walk around going... <laughs> <laughs> I thought what you were going to do... And then when I leave, I'm going to go, I'm going now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to wear... Like black pants and paint them to look like the hilt of the saber, mm. and then <laughs> the go naked the from the waist up and like paint yourself like one of the blue men group, <laughs> <laughs> and like and then just put your hands up in the air, put your hands up in like, the air. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. They're like, what are you? Like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and like, put your hands up, and they're like, are oh, you a dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Did you watch the Age of Ultron trailer? No. Really? No, and I'll tell you why. Why, you dummy? Because I'm going to watch it at IMAX. Oh, that makes sense. Fine. Because it's attached to Interstellar. Really? So I'm going to wait till Thursday. I have to come to, I need to go home and buy a ticket to Interstellar. I do. I'll tell you what my seat number is. And if is that next Thursday? It is. This coming Thursday, one Delicious. might even say. The Thursday after this episode comes out. If anyone else would like to join us, well, you probably haven't got a ticket either. So, <laughs> or burn. Sucks <laughs> to be in the audience. So, I want to see Interstellar. Stop talking. Why? We're almost at the, because we're at the end. What time are we at? Like 37 minutes. Oh, okay. All right. I'm very excited about Marvel films. <laughs> You all ready for this? Sorry, I don't, you're not very good at <laughs> melodies, are you? No, I'm not. 